This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Hey, are you ready to hang with your digital besties? What day is it? Is a podcast covering every girl problem, life struggle, and biz reality out there. So pour yourself a glass of wine and get ready to laugh, relate, and celebrate not having it all together. kind of the syndrome where you kind of go from you know thinking that you have it all together or that you're a master in a craft and then the next day you're like wait a minute am I actually that good do people think that I'm better than I actually am and you start kind of questioning yourself and of course that leads to insecurities and that leads to self-doubt um, I think I experience that all the time so even till this day I think one day I'm like wow I really got it together and the next day I'm like wow I'm really not I actually need to do better at that hello friendships Hi. How many times have you peed today? A lot. Okay, I want to know. <laughs> let's just jump right in here. I want to know if it's normal that I've peed. It's 4 p.m. and I think I've peed probably eight times today. I've never seen you pee so many times. And just to be clear, I do not have a UTI or anything. <laughs> like, I'm fine. It's just I've drank a lot of water. And I don't know. Is that normal? I don't know. Maybe you're just really dehydrated, so your body's, like, getting used to being hydrated again. Yeah, I've been trying to drink water more, and then in when we were in Toronto, I barely drank water. Yeah, same. So then I'm back, and my body's like, hey. We also reached a new level in our friendship today. <laughs> <laughs> I'll turn my mic off. I'll turn it off. <laughs> So priceless. I will not comment. <laughs> we'll just leave it to the imagination. But she didn't pee. <laughs> yes, I did pee a lot, actually. I'm crying. Moving uh, on. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite hobbies is just <laughs> embarrassing yeah. the crap out of me. Uh. <laughs> Okay, we're gonna have to cut this out because it's honestly just us doing the airy laugh the whole time. <laughs> okay, pull it together. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're back from Toronto. Yeah, we are. We're back in some really beautiful. Honestly, if it makes you feel better. I'll tell people that I didn't poop for forty-eight hours and then I pooped three times on the plane. Which, what kind of sick person <laughs> <laughs> poops on a plane? Person who's been constipated for 48 hours yeah, and I mean, needs to go to the bathroom. I mean, yeah. But still, I don't I don't think I could ever poop on a plane. Mm. I can and I have. Today I pooped at Bailey's house. I'm just going to throw <laughs> We've it We've really already put that out there, but thank you for just owning it. No, I am. I just decided. I was like, <laughs> I did it. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> Who else would it have been? Banks? <laughs> No, just a I, casual flush. I was just like to Bailey, we've re- reached a new level of friendship because I've never pooped at her house. Honestly, shocked. Yeah. Plot twist. Plot <laughs> twist. I am. We yeah. We're we're closer than ever before. Yes. <laughs> and then and then I thought it was wafty. <laughs> no, it wasn't though. No, it wasn't. <laughs> but you thought it was a possibility, <laughs> and it just didn't help that it being the first. time okay does anyone else have pooping anxiety i can't be the only one out there um i can't like there's uh, there's got to be my mom knows this about me i'm very private no there's tons of people who have it i used to have it i just don't care anymore girls gotta poop (laughs) (laughs) girls gotta poop i just like that it's funny girls gotta go um okay anyways we're back from toronto it snowed the day we left thank gosh yeah, like we just escaped the snow. No, get in. And we came back to beautiful weather. I'm wearing shorts right now. I know. It's so nice out. So happy to be back in Vancouver. But we had a good trip. We did. It was our first time to Toronto. It was really cool. Um, They have a lot of really cool bars. We went yeah. to a few. We've talked we've talk about it on all the podcasts coming up. How Vancouver sucks. But yeah. Vancouver doesn't suck. But it's, but nice but to it's es- lacking in that area. Yeah. It's nice to escape to places that have cool things like that because then you value it so yeah. much more and imagine got- if vancouver was like that then we just be oh 
another place <laughs> you know no for sure it's something exciting when you go somewhere yeah but we stayed with the birds papaya sarah and yes. her family and they're so cute and sweet and shane's amazing yeah. and he's really passionate about dips i was so um, thankful to have them have them let us stay there and they taught us this really fun board game yeah it was really fun and jackie dominated and won actually i was pretty close i was I had no, nine points too. You were up there, and Shane helped me a lot because it's a very well thought out. It's game. called Settlers of Catan. Yeah, have, have you have a? Have, are they <laughs> going to answer you right now? <laughs> Friendships. <laughs> have you played the Settlers of Catan? Because it's so much fun. I want to buy it now and play it with my family. Yeah, no, it is. It takes a little bit. It's a learning curve, but once you get it, like more halfway through the game, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, got no, this. Good, and you want to win. Yeah, but yeah, let us know if you played. I think I say this at the end of the podcast with the damsel and the six ladies. I just totally ruined what's coming up here, but whatever. Um, that I really want to get to know our friendships more, so I want you guys to reach out to us. Yeah, email us, even if it's just to tell us what kind of wine we should buy. Or if you've played Settlers of Catan. It's Settlers. Settlers of Catan. <laughs> I think. If um. you have poop anxiety. <laughs> we want to know about your bowel movements. Oh, I just want to <laughs> note here, Bailey didn't leave her laptop in yeah she's safe she checked on the but (laughs) we've decided that we can't travel apart we have to travel together oh yeah so but this kind of plays into my psycho oh okay well do you want to just jump into that then yeah um so i had a flight home um but i had a layover and i stopped in calgary so i stopped there and i'm messing up the story (laughs) (laughs) i Got stopped at the Toronto gate for my suitcase, and they said it was too big. First of all, Air Canada, you guys are jerks, because they said it was too big, but I've traveled many times with that suitcase, and I've never had an issue. Whatever. It is what it is. They they told me I had to check it. I didn't have to pay for it, so whatever. I didn't have anything breakable in it. <laughs> whatever. I'm salty. Whatever. She was not happy at the time, guys. No, the guy was so rude. He sne- <laughs> This guy sneezed on his hands before he touched my passport. I'm pissed. That's disgusting. You work in customer service, you you know that you need to sneeze into your arm, never into your hands. So there, it just set me off. Like, I knew this guy was a jerk when I walk, was walking up. Then he looks at me and he says, your bag's too big, I'm checking it. Doesn't even greet me hello. I'm like, okay, well, I've traveled with this many times. Doesn't even look up at me, doesn't say a word, prints my baggage tag, puts it on, takes my suitcases, bye. I'm, I'm like, you're so rude. Anyways... Then I asked the stewardess, I'm like, I have a layover in Calgary. Will I have to get off and grab my bag? She's like, nope, it'll go right through to your destination. So I get to Vancouver, waiting at the baggage. What is it called? Carousel? Claim. Yeah, carousel. The thing that drops the bags down to the carousel stops. I'm like, oh. The my. belt. <laughs> yeah, the belt. I'm like, no, it's fine. Like, maybe it'll start up again. My bag's coming. There's no way. I specifically asked. Then the belt stops. I'm like, are you kidding me? My bag is not in sight. Ugh. so I, went, I lost my luggage they they left it in calgary like how dare they is that your whole psycho no oh, okay so then i had to go get in line for my bag to talk to the dude and i'm taking a marco polo to send <laughs> to bailey and bailey <laughs> and it's the baggage services sign of air canada and so i go f- zoom in on the baggage services and then i zoom in on air canada and i draw a big red, red x <laughs> in the video over air canada and an air canada employee is behind me and he's kind of laughing but kind of awkward and was like excuse me ma'am you can't take photos of our sign (laughs) and then he walks past me and walks to behind the baggage services counter was he the one who helped you no thank god a new guy came on shift and sat beside him but he was helping the other guy and i was like oh my god this is so funny but yeah i got my bag back the next morning which was fine it wasn't the end of the world but still banks is tangled in our <laughs> mic cords right now banks what um what's your cue um my cue was gonna be that me and bowden played Fortnite together after you kicked him off <laughs> did i tell the story i can't remember i don't know if i did but um they have a laptop that bowden sarah's son plays Fortnite on and then they also have a nintendo switch and i picked it up and i put Fortnite on and i started playing and all of a sudden he stops and stares at shane and then shane looks at me and then bowden is still staring at shane and shane and bowden both turn and look at me and 
Shane's like, you kicked him off Fortnite. And he's like... And um, Bowden is very passionate about he was Fortnite. Like, I had this, like, I don't even and know. And Jackie's just trying to be, she's trying to, like, work Connect. her way onto his good side yeah. and, like, thinking this is an in. And she goes and kicks him off. He, he, he just looked at me, looked away, and was, and was like, I had a kill. And I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> he had to start his whole game over. Uh, we connected after we played. He yeah, you did. A little. Oh, he ended up talking to us. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did not want to talk to us when we first met him. No. <laughs> not at all. Um, okay, my cute is that it was our friend Nikki's birthday. And she loves tacos. Like, like girl loves to tacos. To a whole other dimension. She has a taco account called Traveling for Tacos yeah all she does is talk about tacos she literally has honestly taco all socks, she does taco bag taco shirt ever since i met her she was the taco girl in my in my class and it was honestly like this girl i don't even know if she likes tacos but i've learned she just really does uh yeah she's passionate about it but when i so i love giving gifts that are just like unique and thoughtful and i don't like to just kind of go do the generic thing um and so i was trying to think of something that we could or i could do for her <laughs> Sorry, I'm used to saying we. And so I was like, okay, I need to do something with tacos. Duh. And one of our favorite restaurants out here is called Hugo's Mexican Chi- Chicken. Chicken. <laughs> Chicken. <laughs> Shout out to Hugo's. And so I was like, what if I could get a taco named after her? Like a little secret menu item. So if you hear a psycho in the background, that's my dog. Um... So I reached out to Hugo's because I am a regular there. (laughs) We are. And luckily they were totally into it. So I was like, okay. And I told Nikki last night and she was so excited. And she's like, I have a taco named after me. So that's my cute. I've never seen her light up. So I'm a good friend. You are a good friend. That's really cute of you. Thanks. And I know what I'm getting you for your birthday. It's a sweatshirt that says no titties or whatever it was big mood <laughs> I, I, was, I think it was like one. small tit club or something no i yeah. know it was, there was like an old photo of paris hilton wearing it and i sent it to jack it's super vintage i love it um but yeah that's my cute and what's your psycho it's not, honestly it's not that good but so yesterday i was binge watching all of oh well, no saturday so when we got home from toronto i was binge watching all my reality tv and then i still had this is us so i watched that yesterday and on it the last episode that aired wait but this is us is not reality tv no no i said i watched that all on saturday okay i'm just letting you know i prioritized that okay <laughs> this is us was on the back burner so the good it to sunday yeah. comes first yeah. <laughs> i called reality tv, TV good, garbage. good garbage um but so on this episode of This Is Us, it's about Randall and his wife, for anybody who watches it, and they're talking about nachos non-stop. And this is, I'm up at like seven in the morning watching it. So what do I do? I get a craving for nachos. So by 9.30, I was at Save On Foods buying stuff for nachos, and by 10 o'clock, I was eating nachos. Yeah, you did. Why is this a cute? It's a psycho. Oh. The cute was the taco jacket. Sorry. Keep up. Honestly, I do this a lot. I'm sorry. <laughs> But yeah, she, but yeah, that was my second. I, mean, I was influenced by This Is Us and eating nachos for breakfast. No judgment. They were vegan nachos, though. Yeah. Did yeah a little bit of an organic tortilla chip with some meltable vegan cheese that wasn't very good. And some ground um, garden veggie and grounds. You and you added some, um, one vegetable. A green onion. Duh. <laughs> like what? And I used... No tomato? <laughs> no, I'm not a huge fan of tomatoes on my nachos. Okay. I would have done a black bean, but I didn't have that in a reek of effort because then you have to like drain drain them, them and olives. Them. Didn't have any jalapenos. You know, it was nine o'clock in the morning. Leave me be. I just wanted my fix. Avocado. <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't want avocado because I put. Um, I like this is like a ten minute conversation <laughs> about that. We talk about food a lot, but I had, so Hugo's has this, again, back to Hugo's, they have this spicy green sauce and I've always asked them to like bottle it and sell it. So they actually sold me a bottle of it. A big bottle. Big bottle. So I put that on it and it was spicy. Which you have no idea when it goes bad. I smelled it. it smelled fine. Yeah, the smell test. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my cycle. Yeah. 
Okay. I had nachos in like a year though, so. Nachos are yummy. If they're made right. Yeah. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Carrying on. Thanks for coming to our TED Talk. (laughs) You used it wrong. Why? Because it had to be after you rant about something. I was going to end this segment. You got to be like really passionate about something and be like, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Well, you should have said it after their Canada thing then. Yeah, I should Missed have, opportunity. I should have. Can we edit it? <laughs> that would be a lie. We don't lie to our friendships. <laughs> <laughs> We're so dysfunctional. I'm so sorry. We've been together for for almost eight hours, so yeah. it makes sense. Do you miss me when I'm not with you? Yeah. We honestly mark a like all the time. Forced. No. <laughs> we marco polo all the time it's like we're never apart i know like if we're not together we're marco poloing and that's yeah we were together a lot anyways we have an episode from the six the episode today is with the ladies from the podcast dams on the six yeah it was really fun to record with them uh we just found them when we were researching toronto podcasts and they were really really inspiring and well spoken and had some great insight all about that woman empowerment and yeah super inspirational it's honestly a really good podcast i'm excited to hear it myself yeah be way better than this yeah i'm sorry to the (laughs) podcast damsel in the six because they're gonna listen to this intro but they know we aren't always like this we we keep it professional yeah and we had fun with them like they brought some humor at the end told some funny stories so you're gonna want to listen to the whole thing yeah but here you go. We hope you enjoy the episode. Hi, friendships. We're back. Hello. We're in Toronto. Still. You're going to have to be louder than that. Okay. <laughs> We're still <laughs> in Toronto. We're, We're in, in a lobby. So. In the X Hotel. So hopefully this sounds okay. It should. As long as we talk into our mics. Yeah. Um, how are you feeling this morning? Uh, I had a few drinks last night, but I feel <laughs> honestly good. I'm no, I do good. too. <laughs> I, we sl- like woke up and we're like, no, we're going back to sleep. At one point, I, s- I said, I don't want to drink anymore. We have to podcast tomorrow. <laughs> and she's the pusher. And uh, yeah, I think I, I pushed you. You did. <laughs> yeah. Did. Yeah. No, it's fine. We're good. Um, but we have some amazing guests here. And I'm so excited. They're podcasters themselves. They're all about female empowerment. And their podcast, Damsel in the Six, is very fitting for Toronto. <laughs> uh, so we have Danny and Niche here. Guys. say hey girls Hi. thank you for coming yeah, thanks, thanks for, for having, having us. us yeah no we're so excited to connect with you i we've been listening to your podcast and it's so inspiring and you girls are funny but you bring so much um you cover so many important topics that i think we need to hear more about so thank you um the podcast world is so interesting because we've never even talked to each other before but we're here sitting down together to get to know each other i love it so much the same i love that that's the world that we're in today. Yeah. <laughs> I love but it. I love it because you actually get to sit down and connect. Like we, I know you can do remote podcasts over the phone or Skype, but like we love sitting and actually connecting and putting our phones away for an hour and being able to just like be present with our guests. I Agreed. completely agree. Yeah. We haven't done the remote yet and I can't say that's something I would be geared towards yeah, doing no. unless it's absolutely necessary, but um, there is something more personal yeah. and like the fact that you can, um, you can gauge the person's facial expression and yeah, yeah, it it sets a certain atmosphere that you can't really get remotely. Absolutely. Um, so why don't you start by telling us how you two met? Sure. So I guess I'll, I'll answer that one. So I am really good friends with Nisha's cousin. I went to high school with her and throughout her many birthday parties and many times that she's had large crowds of people, Nisha's always been there and we've, talked here and there and we kind of knew that we had some things in common and we're just like we should we should meet up one day and then uh niche she actually uh, got a new job that was really close to where i live so one day we're like let's go out for dinner like let's catch up let's see kind of where it goes and within that one conversation we already had like a full business <laughs> planned out. i love it it was hilarious like one time like we consistently like she said we're like hey we need to like catch up we both live downtown because we both grew up in the suburbs and then moved downtown and um you're still in the early years of like of course like you have friends from work or that you've you know just built around time but like we're like we have something when we're together that we feel like we'd get along quite well and all, all it took was one dinner and like she said, by the end of it, we had the name, we had the podcast idea, like it just, 
one sitting. Yeah, it just kind of blew up out of out of nowhere, really. So what was your guys' background before that? Like, what were you, what do you do for work? Are you doing the podcast full time? Yeah, so for me personally, Danny, I work in marketing full time. Uh, I went to school for radio and television arts, so it's kind of a good fit. The podcasting world kind of worked for me. Yeah. Yeah, for me, um, I would say um, I, I'm from the design industry, so I've been a project manager in for design. I went to school for it as well, and I typically, I think, for me, I've always had more of like that leader personality, so naturally, um, and driven and ambitious personality, so naturally, I feel like I fell into it just being super passionate about um, like women empowerment and like what's next for us and like just always seeing my life um always setting goals and seeing my life like five years from now and so i think naturally it's just been a topic i've loved talking about and uh so yeah that's been like part of my life yeah um so what when you two sat down i mean you have a background in radio was it like did you already know that you guys wanted to start a podcast when you met or like how did the idea because podcasting i feel like it's been around for a while but it's really just become this huge new digital channel like how did you girls kind of start it and like why did you want to start it yeah like I can I can start with that one I'd say like for us it wasn't even I would like in all honesty it wasn't like podcast was like the main goal I think we both were very much aligned on like women empowerment and how do we start this conversation that needs to be started in in so many important areas that aren't commonly talked about and so we had the vision of okay like we want to do workshops um, we'll start with a podcast but we'll branch out into all these different areas and so we've just found it's just like starting a business like you can have a great plan but like you know you kind of have to go with where um, the opportunities fall and so for us we even started out not branding as a podcast because we didn't want to be labeled as a podcast we're like oh no we have so much more to offer mm-hmm. but then we realized like we're getting ahead of ourselves and actually maybe this is a good fit for us and doesn't mean we can't do more in the future but like it really just started out with just being super passionate about um, like topics that us like girl chat topics that we talk about with our friends and maybe not even all of our friends just maybe like your one or two friends but like they should be talked about more and it should be more comfortable and more and not so uncommon to talk about absolutely yeah I agree I think that we saw the opportunity that us as women we all experience a lot of the same things but we're not always so open with talking about these things so we figured why not start a podcast where we can share these things um, you know, kind of be open and honest with ourselves and maybe hopefully people can relate with our real and relatable discussions and see where it kicks off from there. And then I also had a mic just sitting around. So it was kind of perfect. We're just like, okay, we have a mic, we have topics, we have experiences. Why not? Let's talk about this. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So how did the name come to be? Because you guys said you, that you, uh, the first time you met, you already had the name. So tell yes. us about that. Yeah. So I can say that in my life, I feel like I've, ex- like I've achieved a lot of things that I'm really proud of. And I'll tell these things that I'm really proud of, like that I've achieved or that like women in general, we talk about all of our achievements. And a lot of the times I feel like people will be like, okay, that's great. But are you married? Or <laughs> do you have a significant other? Or like, what's your relationship status? And I feel like a lot of the time people reduce women's worth to their relationship status. And that's kind of where the, where the inspiration came from. So, of course, when people hear the word damsel, they automatically associate it with damsel in distress. But we're like, damsel literally just means a young unmarried woman. It has nothing to do with, you know, you being tied up on a train track waiting for like, a prince to rescue you. <laughs> that's not what it is. It's just a young unmarried woman. So we figured, you know, take damsel in distress, take out the distress because we're good. We're fine. We're thriving. And in the six, we live in Toronto. So damsel in the six. I love that so much. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's so true though. What you say, like I'm 28 and I'm single and it's like, you get to your late twenties and people start like, Oh, are you gonna settle down? Do you want kids? I'm like, I'm good. I got a dog. (laughs) She's cute. I got a career. Like I'm happy. It doesn't have to be your worth. Doesn't have to be defined by your relationship or exactly like mind your business. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just start saying that when people ask you mind your business. I'll probably say something a little more rude. (laughs) (laughs) Just be like, you want to see my new tattoo that's conveniently on my middle finger. (laughs) Um, So we can all relate that the podcasting world has its ups and downs your favorite I would say that my favorite things are actually doing the research for all of our episodes we always pick our topics um, 
because they're relatable and kind of close to our hearts and kind of going through the whole thorough process of researching and making sure that we're not lying to our listeners and like everything is like kind of fact-based to me that's been like a form of self-care because it's like you learn you learn along the way and you want to share your learnings and, and knowledge with people so for me like even just preparing for a podcast and being open and honest and kind of just talking about these things has been like almost like a form of like self-care like healing for me yeah I agree Uh, I agree with that um and another favorite thing I would say is just the feedback like um to randomly like I was getting my headphones on the other day and um the lady who I've been going to I had totally mentioned the podcast to her and that's how she found out about it but then I didn't think much about it um and so when she said I've been listening to you and I really like like what you said about this specific topic and to be honest I like it's very inspiring and also motivating because like this can be very challenging and that could probably tie into like maybe one of the I was gonna say maybe that could be one of like the least favorite things is like the vulnerability out of it but vulnerability turns into growth and like security so I think it's nice to like hear someone say like no like you're actually having some of an impact and you're like okay cool I'm on the right path because ultimately like it's not really about us like yeah we're sharing our stories but like the objective is to help other people right so that's like one of my favorite things is when I hear feedback saying no like I generally enjoy and I can relate I'm like okay cool we're on to something yeah I totally agree because I think we feel the same way. We oh, had for sure. recently a review of a male listener. We don't have a lot of male listeners. And he just said, like, it's a great insight into the women's mind. And I was so happy. <laughs> I and know. Was like, it was oh, so nice. You can help yeah. Men too. That was amazing. Nice. I think, yeah, when you strip it all back, like the podcast, it, you do it because you, it, it is a lot of work and you do it because you love it. And if there's that opportunity, whether it's one person listening or thousands, like, if you can connect or have somebody relate or just take, have a takeaway from a conversation, it's worth it. Like there's so much value in that. Yeah. Agreed. Um, um, what's <laughs> your least favorite? Cause you, you said vulnerability. And I agree with that as well, but more so on my side, you know, but what's yeah. your least favorite? We're pretty strategic sometimes with what we share on the podcast. Like, we try not to share anything that, because we are, of course, like very career oriented as well. Like we try to share things that would not tarnish our reputation, sure. I guess. So we are selective with things like that. Um, I would say my one of my least favorite things is probably for any business is just doing the administrative stuff. You know, like obviously you want to be creative and you want to focus on just like sharing the message and sharing the word. But unfo- of course, on with that, it There's comes the flip like side. <laughs> the flip side. You have to get stuff done. You have to answer emails. You have to plan things. So just the administrative stuff that happens with any business. I think it's still great, but I would love to be creative all the time. You know, yeah. <laughs> I completely agree. Yeah. Uh, how do you find the inspiration for all the topics that you girls cover? So is it something that you're getting from your listeners or is it something that is personal to you? Like you girls have covered such amazing topics. Yeah, honestly, it's to the point where I'm like, okay, am I going to run out of what to talk about next time? <laughs> but then something always happens oh, yeah. in my life and I'm like, oh, I'm taking a note of that. <laughs> and there's even often times where I've been prepared and I've said, oh, like I have the next three weeks planned out. But then it's like you almost can't even work that way because it, in that moment, you just might feel like very like just power to talk about something else, you know? So I'd say like just life and being, um, if not open to what's happening around me, but then even just listening to other people's stories. I'm like, that's a great topic. So it's very, there's just different mediums where it comes from the inspiration, but it just always seems to happen. And it always just seems to be the right time to talk about it. So a lot of, it's not really like, you know, a specific answer, but it just seems to happen and works out. That's for me anyways. Yeah. I would say the same for me as well. Um, it's not, we don't rarely, we don't often get like uh, topic suggestions from our guests. It's kind of just like when I'm in convert, like I have a lot of WhatsApp group chats and like me and my girls, like we go deep on some conversations and I'm like, okay, yeah, we should probably talk about this on the podcast. I want to see like, we, cause with our podcasts, we like to like pull like actual fact baked, fact based research as well. We try to not just like, you know, make things up along the way. So I think a lot of it is like research and inspiration from like my WhatsApp conversations, whatever's hot on Twitter. I love and that. It kind of goes yeah. from there. And actually to add to that, I've often often changed what I was going to talk about based on my research and finding mm-hmm. out, oh wait, maybe you had that wrong. And then like diving into it a bit deeper and I'm like, oh this is way like this is way more interesting. That's so cool for your own personal growth though, because the podcast is like giving you this whole new perspective by doing this research like that I love that you girls do that 
yeah we go pretty hard with our research yeah. because <laughs> again if everyone's listening we don't want to be like caught like spreading lies on the podcast yeah, no, right? so, yeah. yeah the research part is a good component for us for mm-hmm. sure yeah. was there a topic or an episode that really um you found resonated with your listeners more than the rest um well a really uh, i would say a very popular episode would be around finances which is a topic we've done the least on <laughs> but we found like the listens on that skyrocketed so i think that says a lot of where our target audience is at in their life and what's right. important to them so we'd love to do more of that this year um but that's the first thing that comes to mind for me yeah, I think so too. Yeah. And also one of our popular, we have because we, we kind of switch between episodes. Like one week we'll do like career navigation, self-care, self-growth, and then we'll flip the next week to do dating. Uh, one of our really popular dating episodes was when we talked about one topic was things like dating behaviors and habits that we left in 2018. <laughs> I thought that one was hilarious. And then the other topic on that episode was like just for date, first date questions that you should and shouldn't ask. Those ones were really well because people are like, oh, maybe I shouldn't ask that after <laughs> all. <But. laughs> and yeah. you know what one I feel like um, generated a lot of conversation around was whether um, girls and guys can be friends. Um, I feel like that one oh, has come I up could totally see how that quite would. a bit, even yeah. with guests who've come yeah. on. So I feel like that's was a hot topic there's people yeah. who don't yeah. think that that g- girls and guys can be friends it's definitely yeah. right in the middle um i'm more on the lines of girls and guys can't really be like good friends that's i i fall on that side really? and, I and then i fall on, on the, the other, other side, side. Yeah, too, so, so that's interesting <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I don't know where I fall. I feel like it's so situational in my opinion. Like it is situational. Yeah. I, I feel like that. I know yeah. people who work so well and I've seen people who cannot be friends. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. And, yeah. It, and also friends is subjective because I have many male friends, but there's like boundaries on where that is. Yeah. And so I think um, it's, it's, it's such a big conversation. No, <laughs> it is. No, I we have time for that. Go but. listen to that. I'm going to be downloading I, yeah. that one for I haven't listened to tomorrow. that one yet. <laughs> I have a guy best friend since I was three. So it's just, it'll be interesting to listen to yeah. for sure. Yeah. No. Um, who are your dream guests? I'm so curious. Ooh. Like if you could have anybody on your podcast. So I have this like idol slash role model that I talk about all the time on our podcast. Her name is Bozoma St. John. Uh, she is the former CMO of Uber. She used to be the head of Apple Music in the marketing department. Now she's at Endeavor. I like live and breathe her work. <laughs> she's like very big on like diversity and inclusion and being able to bring your whole self to work. I am obsessed with her because she's like a black woman in marketing and that's not very common in the marketing industry. So like literally anything she says, anything she does, like I follow it. I have that. I somehow managed to have her FaceTime me last week or last week through the powers of Twitter. She was in Toronto for like a Facebook conference and I didn't know she was there. That's so cool. I was just so, first of all, I was upset that I didn't know she was going to be speaking at that. But through the powers of Twitter, I just had everyone I mean, FaceTime's kind of better. Did you reach out to her and then just that? I just tweeted, hey, like you're in the city. I love you. You're literally on my vision board. Attached a picture of her on my vision board. Everyone retweeted it. And then she DM'd me. She's like, hey, um... I am, I'm at the airport right now, but let's let's like let's FaceTime and I'll give you my assistant's email. Oh, that's and so amazing that, that next time. she took like that initiative to actually FaceTime you. I love that. I cried. so much. Yeah, I would cry 100%. Social media is so fun. I, like we reached out to you guys on DM. Yeah, right? exactly. And if you don't reach out, like it's not going to happen. Exactly. So, so that's true. the thing. People are always just like, how do you connect with these people? I'm like, you have to actually reach Try. out. Yeah. <laughs> just, just send that message. <laughs> I'm like, if they don't see it or if they see it and it's not interested, like. They, it's yeah, cool. It's fine. You no, didn't lose anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So we talked about dream guests. I want to talk Wait, about, about. I want to hear your answer. Yeah. Oh, you. Oh, oh my gosh. Sorry. <laughs> no, Brain okay. fart. I, I've never actually thought of a dream guest, but um, if I were to think of it like now, like the first person that came to mind was probably like Michelle Obama would be pretty okay, awesome. I just listened to her speak yeah. on her tour. She's so inspirational. Okay. I need incredible. To to like yeah. I didn't. Um, I didn't know what to expect. I got tickets for my grandma for Christmas and took her because she loves Michelle Obama. And I was like, okay, this is just going to be like a cool conversation. And literally in the first five minutes, I was crying. I was like, okay. <laughs> wow. I probably she yeah she's yeah. coming back i believe oh, okay. i saw that i recently. was like writing down quotes of like oh, what right. she was saying at the, and um, i think scotia bank arena yes yeah i saw something i want to her book is one of the top sellers and ever i've heard like amazing reviews about yeah, it yeah i think i don't know i read something. i can't remember numbers i had but she's doing amazing yeah yeah no she's phenomenal she's so well spoken she's so funny and just real and she's such an advocate for children and women and just she believes that like everybody 
has a story and like no matter what your story is you can just do anything it's that's so good yeah um okay so speaking of women empowerment um you girls are big advocates of that where did it come from for you was it something that you always felt or did it kind of spark later in life like tell us your story with that yeah like I'd say well um it's always been a thing for me I've just always believed like women can do anything like that's um and I naturally um and I just I think I was raised by a single mom and so I always looked at it as you know an opportunity not as a negative like um my dad was in my life when I was younger and then he left like when I was eight and so I remember like reaching out to him one time for something and when I didn't get it I was like okay all right now I know but I turned it as to like just to push me forward in life and like I just had so much respect for my mom because she never like bashed like our father or made single motherhood like a negative thing it was just like I love my kids and I will get you to where you need to get to so I would say that it is also hereditary because my mom believes she can do anything that she wants to in this world and so does her mom so I think that maybe that's where I get that um, get that drive from is it's it's my environment growing up. And so, um, yeah. And so just the women around me in my life, like I think anytime I'd hear an excuse as to why they, something couldn't be done, I'd be like, that's just not acceptable. Like, you know, so it's just, I think that's how that placed me here as well is it's just always been a part of me. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, we have similar stories in the sense that I was also raised by a single mom. So it's just kind of just me and my mom and my sister growing up. So as girls like we just figured out how to do everything on our own and yeah it's just important to believe in ourselves and not depend on anyone to kind of get you to where you need to be and then I think also me just starting my career just really realizing that like I have to be my own advocate I have to push myself forward or else no one's going to do it for me so I think that's really where it came from for me for sure I love it um yeah how has being a woman empowered you personally how has being a woman empowered me? I think that as I get to older and kind of closer to my 30s, I've really kind of come into my own and realized that like, if I want to do something, like I can literally do it. Like I can do anything these days. And I think that, you know, acknowledging the fact that there are obviously inequalities between men and women, but somehow we still are able to shine and thrive and kind of live our best lives. Just being around, surrounded by all these amazing, inspiring women has made me believe that I can do anything I want and we all can. We're like super women. I don't know how old you are, but like I, I was, te- I can't believe, or, wow, words are hard. <laughs> I can't remember if I was telling you or my other friend, but um, I'm 28 and I feel like from 27 to 28, it was like such an empowering year. Like I just... I don't, I don't know. I don't yeah. even know how to explain it. I just feel like there was such a shift. I agree. I'm actually the same age as okay, you. Okay, yeah. And yeah. we started Damsel when we were 27. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's, it's so interesting. Like, <laughs> I just, that year was such a year of growth and, like, nothing, I mean, drastic things happen, but just, like, my mentality on life and, like, when things go wrong or just what yep. people think of you, like, it just shifted. Yeah. And I heard it gets even that better in my your 30s. I know. So, so here we go. Yeah. Right? I, know. Oh, well. I just turned 29. <laughs> last weekend and so for me like happy bladed um so for me yeah like I feel like I'm excited like people are like oh last year in your 20s I'm like yeah yeah (laughs) I can't wait to be 30 so yeah totally I got a while to go I'm only 22 so (laughs) you're uh, I'm small (laughs) (laughs) you're so much more mature though than you let on like we were having a conversation the other night about how you I can't even remember what it was about, but you had the mentality that I never had at 22. Like, I feel like I just got it at 28. And I was like, I'm proud of you. Hold on to that. It's because I surround myself with such boss ladies in my Uh, life. There you go. That's the key. Honestly, it is. It really is. Um, On the flip side, though, of being a woman, was there ever an experience that you had to kind of overcome or push through because you were a woman? Yes, yes. Um, So even the same year that Damsel started, I was definitely having workplace challenges and unfortunately like we can believe in woman empowerment but not all women believe in that and there is just like an inferiority complex that can happen sometimes between other women and so like the biggest way we can get over that is us being allies for each other but unfortunately it's just how women are like you know because we are so critical of ourselves we're likely critical of other people as well and um i would say that me being a woman but also being with woman employee like um 
bosses and that boss and that boss like there was just such friction and and me just thriving and being who I am like it was intimidating or um it just didn't work well so I would say like that was a big like pivot point in my life to me just like what am I doing with my life I'm so unhappy in my work setting and just taking time off work because I was so stressed and anxious with just going to work and then later that year like six months later is when damsel started but it all was just like steps of like okay like um, why am I feeling this way now how do I change that and then also when you open that conversation to other women who are like I've gone through that or I feel like I'm going through that right now so it it was a blessing in disguise going through it but I definitely have experienced that yeah yeah and I would say for me and still to this day, I experience imposter syndrome often. I was just talking about this. I do too. What All is, the time. So uh, imposter syndrome is where... She'll explain it way better than I can. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I can. It's kind of the syndrome where you kind of go from you know thinking that you have it all together or that you're a master in a craft and then the next day you're like wait a minute am I actually that good do people think that I'm better than I actually am and you start kind of questioning yourself and of course that leads to insecurities and that leads to self-doubt um, I think I experienced that all the time so even till this day I think one day I'm like wow I really got it together and the next day I'm like wow I'm really not I actually I know I'm like how do that. I have a business like I'm just like people are going to figure out that like I don't know what I'm doing and we talk about this all the time though and we yeah. never really always have it together no and no I think that you don't in life ever I think it's just like I'm you sorry. have to come to terms with that and accept it and it you'll feel a lot better but yeah. obviously you're gonna have days that are exactly the roller coaster um how do you feel about all the labels surrounding women I know you talk about this on your podcast that you don't believe in labels um so kind of yeah tell us your mentality on that like what type of labels do you mean um I mean I feel like even just like damsel like there's so many labels that women can have on them whether you're supposed to be single or if you're supposed to be stay-at-home mom or if you're supposed to be in a relationship or if you're supposed to be if you're a career woman or I feel like there's maybe not labels is the right word but pressures yeah that's put on women in society yeah I'm not here for the pressures (laughs) I think it's (laughs) I, I think that you know we're all on our own individual life paths we're all in our own individual seasons and we're not all the same. There's not like one linear life path that everyone should be following. Thank so, you. Thank yeah, you. Not, not here for the, the pressures and the labels. I think we can all just do us and be our best selves. Honestly, like, and this makes me think of, um, okay, so I'm, I have this constant challenge in my life of where like, like I am ambitious and there are many things going on. And yes, I come like I come across this and I was actually just listening to this episode where you guys were talking about busyness and like busy totally comes across as a negative word. So I try not to use the word busy, but like, I'm like, how else do you explain it? So I, I kind of find myself challenging and saying that, but I have like certain people in my life where it's like, they're just waiting for the opportunity to be like, yeah, you're just doing too much. Like you need to slow down. You need to chill. And I'm like, it's because you just don't understand yeah. that, like... I say this to her all the time, so, <laughs> you know? And so I just... You like, just don't understand. <laughs> me right now. Like, I need it. Yeah. No, and so just how this relates to the label is, like, I want... Like, I would love to just have more encouraging people mm-hmm. around me who understand that, yes, I'm busy, but I'm not complaining. Like, and I know I might sound super passionate about it because I am passionate, but, like, it's just life right now. And I know that, like, this isn't going to... How it's going to be all the time, but we're still, like, hitting the ground and we're running with it and I want to invest my time in doing what I can so I just feel like there's like this pressure right now about like you know like not doing too much and I understand it is good to find the balance but I think if you're spending a lot of time doing something you love like like that's a good thing so yeah it's fulfilling why wouldn't you like why wouldn't you want to spend your time on something you're passionate about exactly so I feel like that's like one current like I don't know if label, like you said, is the right word or pressure. Yeah, I think I misused that. I think pressure for sure. But it's like the pressure to like not do too much, like to chill and be still. Like I get that from my family. I get that from friends. And I'm like, but I don't want to. I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes (laughs) I do watch a lot of Netflix. So (laughs) that does happen. On the flip side for me, though, at being 22, it's kind of like you need to do more. I'm being told not to chill out. Not to chill out and to go to school. I don't know why there's such a pressure for people. for sure like you're so young at that age how are you supposed to like I, there's no way I knew what I was going to do for the rest of my life and not everybody learns that way mm-hmm. 
like I am a very hands-on creative person I've been self-taught in a lot of things that I've learned I did not learn sitting behind a desk and also I went to school I didn't finish I went to school for marketing and communications and business and the stuff they were teaching me in marketing is not even relevant today like it's so quick changing you have to like so true I find you get more experience by working and being in the industry and yeah networking and connecting with people thanks just call me professor (laughs) (laughs) um do you ladies have any advice to women listening whether it's business personal anyone who wants to start a podcast yeah i would say for for me my my current thing right now for 2019 is you know just being unapologetically myself you know being sincerely myself being authentically myself that is where I feel like I thrive the most not having to feel like I have to kind of switch up myself in order to kind of match the energy of a room but to just be me 100% of the time and that's been working really well for me so I would say that I would advise people to be brave and just be yourself and if someone doesn't like you then that's fine on to the next I completely agree I've been in so many situations like when I was younger where I would try and match myself to the room like you said or shift who I am or act a certain way and you don't feel good you don't feel comfortable like just be who you are yeah Yeah, no I completely agree with what Danny just said and I would definitely push that as being like the number one advice that I also would um, emphasize but to add to that um, a lot of what women tend to like what holds them back on a great idea or of you know, what they could possibly be is the idea of fear. It's if it's, it's, you're fearful of what people will think of you, which is similar to what Danny's saying, but you're fearful of what will happen or what could be. And you can't, you can't get that far ahead and start thinking what may happen because then nothing ever happens because you've just like reasoned yourself out of it. Totally. And like what could happen from that fear is that worse than the fear itself? Like how, what you're putting yourself through in that moment. Exactly. Yeah. And usually fear is a sign that you need to do it. Like that's been my new thing is like if I have to make a decision and one scares me more, I'm paying more attention to that decision because it's it's, it's likely my comfort that wants me to pick the other one because I'm more familiar with it. But you're really stifling your growth and opportunities. So don't let fear be a sign of maybe I shouldn't do it. Like actually challenge that and think what's the worst that can happen? I'm going to do it. And that's usually where the opportunities are for sure. No, I completely, completely agree. Someone once told me, um, real change happens outside of your comfort zone. And I like, it's always stuck with me always. Yeah. Cause I completely, completely believe it. I completely agree with that. Um, last question for you girls before we jump into a little segment is tell us about the boss women in your life. Ooh. Or like a boss woman. Yeah. Like. I know that you both were raised by single moms, so shout out to them. Yeah. They've raised some incredible, incredible women. Thank like you, you girls are amazing. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Okay, you know what? I could take this on. So I'm currently doing a leadership program and it's by C3 Toronto. And so the leader that I um, am working under, her name is Chrissy Bur- Chrissy Burrow, and she's awesome. Like I would say like that couldn't be the more perfect match because she's super super unapologetic of who she is and very much so like get stuff done. And so I found my, like I very much relate to getting it done. Um, Let's not compromise quality. It's about getting it done right. It's not just, sorry, it's not just about getting it done. It's about getting it done right. It's about like doing it excellent and knowing you did your best work and not just it being okay because you know okay no one will notice it's every detail matters and so that's something for me that like I I agree with but I would often compromise because you know okay at least it's done or like busyness or just like sometimes laziness and even though I don't consider myself to be a lazy person I'm just like okay maybe it doesn't matter like I do suffer sometimes from indifference and that's something I'm trying to like work on and I would definitely say that she inspires me in that sense um, and she's the creative director at C3. So shout out to Chrissy Burrow for sure. Mm-hmm. She yeah. sounds amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Um, I would say, of course, the lady that I said earlier was my dream podcast guest. Her at is literally like badass boss. Like she's a boss lady. So <laughs> she definitely inspires me. But also just my friends and family. I'm just so inspired by the people that I surround myself with. Like I just have some amazing friends who continue to push through through all the trials and tribulations in life. And somehow end up you know being the stronger person out of it so just everyone i surround myself with even niche 
everyone is just such a boss and I'm just so blessed to be like in a room or in a group conversation with people that continue to challenge me and continue to grow. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I feel like some of the strongest women that I know, I feel like when we think of strong women, it's talked more about people in business and like some of the strongest people I know are my friends who just like go through life and like have things happen. Shit comes up. Like, yeah and it's they don't get the recognition for that that they deserve so shout out to all my badass friends yes yes okay do you want to introduce our segment yeah so we do this segment called do you ever um you probably did you listen to the last one i did yeah yeah. so today we're doing do you ever travel edition so an example would be do you ever oh did you put it no that was an example (laughs) okay i'll just start so basically it's just whatever you think people can relate to and maybe sometimes something that you do and then we're gonna do on our instagram stories we do a poll to see if it's normal or not (laughs) (laughs) yeah no like she takes two baths a day okay it's out there it's on the bath in the hotel room this morning. <laughs> like how you shrink down in the chair as you say that wait do you mean like like a bath like a bubble bath like i don't put bubbles but, but like an actual like sit down yeah twice a day twice yeah. a day okay morning and night. sometimes she eats in the bath i wake up and have a bath okay yeah, my, my <laughs> yeah they do <laughs> that's awesome the like when we um talk to people in our dms we have emoji so they know who they're talking to and hers is a bath I love that. That's yeah. hilarious. Oh, that's cool. I love that. Yeah, you just should do that. It's cute because then like, you don't have to write from Jackie every single time. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I just looked at her like, maybe that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, choose your emoji wisely, though, because sometimes I'll respond to a new listener and they don't really understand why there's just a bath. I'm like, yeah, totally. Thanks for supporting girl bathtub. <laughs> that is pretty random. I wonder. Yeah, I love Are you telling me I smell? <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, um, I'll start. So, do you ever travel edition overpack? We <laughs> I think are that here was both of ours. for four nights, and we have so many clothes. It's such a problem. But yeah. you never really know what you're going to run into or like what you need. I or how know. bloated you're going to be. or like yeah. <laughs> It could be just us, but we overpack <laughs> all the time. I went to LA a couple weeks ago for one night, and I bought like a carry-on and a backpack. One night. I will give you props, though. Like We're here for the same amount of time, and you only brought a carry-on, and I brought a check bag. Yeah. Yeah, yes, I did. Do you, do you ladies travel a lot? I, I used to more, um, and I would say that like I, I can accomplish both for the most part. If it is for pleasure, I overpack because you never know, and you want to yeah. look your best, right? But um, depending on what it is, like if I'm like I have family in Montreal, so if um, I'm just taking a flight down, sometimes I drive, but sometimes I take a flight down. Then I know I'm only there for a couple of days. Then like I can make it all fit. So it really depends. But I would prefer to overpack yeah. just to make sure I'm covered. But yes, usually I don't even touch a third of yeah, no. what I brought. Right? But you're like, you but just never if, know. If you underpack, then you're like, shit. I wish I brought those jeans. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Or there's shoes, and yeah. there's just so like there's so much that just some outfits just need that specific belt or yes. or you know like sweater Side to go note, with. So yeah, tell me about Montreal. I want to go so bad. Yeah, Montreal's amazing. Um, definitely, definitely worth checking out. Um, I you probably won't have time this time around because no, you're, no. you're just here. This for a is couple my days. first time out of my province. Oh wow! No way. From BC in Canada. Yeah, sorry. Because you're just <laughs> sorry, in LA. Sorry. You make right. that in sound Canada. like you haven't. Been. I've been a lot, lots of places in the states, and but isn't that like sorry? Not even to change the subject, but like I find that being such a common Canadian thing yeah. is like I've it been is, everywhere yeah. in the states, but like I've only ever been to Ontario and Quebec. Like I haven't been yeah. outside of those two provinces, and like but I've been to like. Why is it so expensive to travel within our country? I hate it's ridiculous. I know it is crazy. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways, um, do you ever wear compression socks on flights? Because <laughs> no, I don't. But I kind of want swollen them. ankles. My okay, feet guys, get swollen on planes. But our girlfriend that we're here with, she doesn't have that problem. I don't even know what that is, Danny. What is that? So I am right now like obsessed <laughs> with travel videos, like Amazon travel videos, and I know that all the YouTubers they get compression socks. I I've been on like. 18 hour flights before oh, i didn't even know it was cool that youtubers had compression <laughs> socks i feel better about myself oh, yeah, they are you. can we say they they're like really that's like spanks but for socks and it helps with the compression and blood circulation so that your feet don't swell 
So oh. if you go on long-haul flights, yeah. it kind of helps keeping your I blood going. Have some aunties who need that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah usually it's like for 80-year-old people. <laughs> yeah. A lot of young YouTubers recently, though, have I feel cool about myself now. Yeah. So is it just supposed to be for long flights? Because I get it after... No, it's it, you hours. can get it anytime. My it's ankles swell up, my shoes are super tight, and I feel like my feet grew mm. two sizes. <laughs> yeah, get no, some compression it socks. <laughs> it depends on the person, okay. but yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, do you have anyone to share? Are you still thinking? Sorry? Do you have any do you ever's you want to share? I, I do, but I know no one is going to relate to this. <laughs> That's so okay. Those are the best <laughs> ones. Okay, you guys know um, Aaliyah. You know Aaliyah. Oh, yeah. And you know her song, Rock the Boat? Yeah. Yeah. No. It's okay. So it's the last song, the last music video that she shot okay. before she got in a plane crash and died. Okay. I will not listen to that song on flights. I refuse to listen to that song on flights because I feel like it's like bad luck. That's fair. Fair. That's totally, totally fair. fair. Anytime it comes on, I will be like, next, 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 because <laughs> totally I'm fair. so scared. So that is one thing that I will not avoid. I don't listen to music that I feel like is going to put yeah. a bad energy on my flight. I try not to listen to music on the plane. I don't know why. Really? I, I listen to a podcast or I watch Netflix. I get anxiety on flights and music is the only thing that calms me. So like literally like 12 hours straight all. I like music. I like podcasts a lot. What I'll 12 hour flights are you going on? I go to, I've been to like Thailand a few times. Oh, okay, I've been to Thailand. Japan. Yeah, nice. I want to cool. do Japan really bad next, but it's Olympics next year. So we want to push it off. So it's oh, not yeah. so expensive. Be hella expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't want to wait. Um, do you ever forget things at the airport? <laughs> this girl, <laughs> let me tell you guys. She left her her laptop at LAX. She boarded her plane yeah. with it plugged into the wall and didn't forget. And just because oh. listeners have been asking, no, I did not get it back. It's she, she gone. <laughs> yeah. She, I don't know. She's off. She to live a better life until three hour flight later, a drive home, a 45 minute drive home. She <laughs> goes to watch the Jordan Woods red room table talk. Oh, it was like right when it came out and I like stood in my kitchen and I just screamed because I realized right then and there that I had left it. No. My heart hurts. Yeah. <laughs> and we had just been there to record podcasts and we did them on my computer. Oh. But luckily I had uploaded them to the drive. Yes. Okay. So oh, two wow. out of three. Oh, yeah, two out of three. So Amazing. it wasn't as bad as it could have been. But yeah, you lost one, but you took it very well. I was very, very scared for you. I mean, what was I going to do? That like, This is where I feel like I shifted. Like 27 year old me would have been like having a mental breakdown. Yeah. 20 year old me is like, cool, just go spend a mortgage payment on a new laptop whatever right <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh it's so true i lost the how phone. we handle things i lost the phone once in an airport and i'm still like low-key sad about it so it was actually we had to stop over in amsterdam we were in amsterdam for the day on our way to thailand and i think i also had left it charging and i realized once we actually landed in in thailand and like yeah. major heart attack major meltdown i think yeah. it was like 25 or 26 so i was not calm yeah. about it <laughs> and all those um, photos you lose exactly oh. and that's why actually it was it was a learning lesson because now like anytime i get access to wi-fi when i'm on a trip straight to the drive upload oh, everything yeah. just yeah. in case you lose your phone yeah yeah that's so good do you have any do you ever like do i ever in travel yeah, yeah. uh Trying to I think don't of other think ones so. that i have one i want to share yeah go I ahead i share this one yeah on the podcast but i've talked to you about it a few times so do you ever bring snacks on the plane <laughs> and then try and pass the garbage to the flight attendant and drop it in the person's lap Let's beside paint you? Let's the full picture here. Well, Jackie. they're sleeping. I'll it's get there. I'll get there. <laughs> I've just got to shorten the do you ever. I dropped it in between. He's sitting like this sleeping. First off, though. He's sitting with his head back sleeping. It's oh. a Ziploc bag <laughs> of cheese slices. Cheddar <laughs> cheese. Like, like hand singles? Yeah. No, like hand cut cheese. Okay. So, so it's dense, it's so heavy. I tried to throw it out. He's laying back, his head back, his legs are open because that's how that's it. I feel like that too, but it fell right in between his legs on his chair and he's <laughs> dead asleep. And I'm like, oh my God. turned to my mom i'm like oh my there's cheddar cheese in his lap the flight attendant looked at the cheese and gave me a look and he kept walking <laughs> <laughs> he was like, like no my problem your own. <laughs> i had to wait until he kind of like moved around which is a good 30 minutes and i was like excuse me i dropped cheese in between your legs <laughs> <laughs> no 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 problem pass me the cheese oh my god oh, oh. Cringe, right? that is very oh. cringe especially cheese it's of really, all things, yeah, I know, all things. It's really uncomfortable <laughs> oh. <laughs> so funny um i have you, another do you ever, yeah do you ever make really intense travel itineraries for your trips complete with title pages and name the trip this i mean i don't name the trip but i am like i like to call we 
are big friends people like we love the show and i'm monica so i like plan things and i will literally send itineraries to my friends yes yes Yes. detailed down to the outfit change oh wow (laughs) that is a detail i need to add (laughs) um do you ever i had one and now i lost it we travel a lot i know you had a well we talked about this already this is like a do you ever that neither of us do but we've seen people do do you ever fall asleep on planes and then like jolt out of your sleep from a dream that happened i was in jordan a couple weeks ago it wasn't on a plane i was in a cab but i literally woke up and i'm like what country am i in (laughs) i was so scared and people everyone in the cab was like are you okay i'm like i'm really confused where am i (laughs) so definitely relatable we had a guy on our plane the last one i was on to la he went like Full on convulsed. <laughs> oh, wow. And then he realized what he did. He looked around and we were all like <laughs> looking back at him. And just, okay. That was weird. That makes me feel better because I didn't know it was a thing. To no, just it's like, a thing. Okay. And then we were laughing so hard about it. But on the way home, our other friend Bailey, she did it too. So it was just really funny. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of karma. I can't us. sleep on planes. No? No. No. I can. I like to. I wish I could out. so badly. Yeah. Do you put your head back? Um. Yeah, I think so. Oh, I can't sleep sitting. Yeah, up. like I'll like just be. Well, no, I'm more like on my side. Yeah, and then yeah. I'm passed out. Yeah. The only time when where did we go Nashville? I like curled up into a ball. I turned sideways in the chair and just like went to fetal mm-hmm. position. Oh, I'm <gasps> gonna share this real quick about my boyfriend. We were on a flight to Greece uh, in the fall, and he was so embarrassing on the plane ride home. He, haven't I told you this? I don't think I so. He turned around and faced this way. In his chair. I'm like, sorry, how the I'm straddle it? Like, you take a, a video for the Okay, stories. hold on. <laughs> hold on. I'm in the chair. Guys, he's 22, but he acts like a kid sometimes. And this was one of those moments where I was like, I am going to mother you for life. Because he, on the plane to Greece, he went like this and tried to sleep like this. <laughs> oh what if the flight attendant, like, shut that down? <laughs> what about the person beside us? It was what so embarrassing you? for me. I'm like, I'm not even going to say anything. Like, I'm just going to pretend I don't even know you. Wow. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's <laughs> funny. I did think of a do you ever, uh, or have you ever. Do you ever. Yeah, do you ever. Um, okay, I'm I'm totally rebranding it for the, just this question. Have you ever been kicked off a flight before? No. Have you? I have. <gasps> what? But like not me, but the people I was with. Uh, Does this fit in the segment? Oh yeah. I feel like it's, a, sure. it's a pretty hilarious story. So you said Nashville and that's what kicked it into my head so we were going for a bachelorette party i think there was about 15 of us when we were 12 to 15 of us and some of the girls were just being completely like outrageous but along with some other girls too because yeah. there was flight issues long story short they got all of us off the plane and then they were specifically looking for the bachelorette girls so there was three sets of bachelorettes on this plane <laughs> us we all were wearing matching shirts so oh, no. like it just in their Dead mind, yeah. it was like such a giveaway. And then two of the two of the girls, a part of like just causing a bunch of fuss, were with our group. So um, when they kicked us off the plane and we're waiting at Pearson, just like you know waiting around, like the pilot was there with one of the flight attendants asking to like pick out who they are. And so like I'm standing, I'm listening to this. We had a group chat and I'm messaging everyone. And I'm like, take off your shirts right <laughs> now. Um, and then like called out two people. I'm like, go in the bathroom and don't show your face because she's like walking around and picking people out and so long story short we successfully were okay wait i did something too (laughs) so there was also like um a a part of the other party there was some people who were a bit more aggressive and so like as they were on their mission to find people i was like it was them (laughs) wow so they were like it was they were really bad though they were like i didn't feel bad because they were being so rude and obnoxious i was like it was them so they ended up focusing their attention (laughs) on her and her team and then like my team got back on oh the plane like what were you guys doing um well i wasn't doing anything but like some of them were smokers and just being very agitated that we've been on this flight that's been delayed and i really need to smoke you can't smoke on the tarmac like, it was just like all like you know stuff that i can't relate to but like they it just got very high intense and, like in the situations it's not the flight attendant's fault you no, know but for sure some people just don't have that maturity no. so it was pretty bad but like it was like one of my closest friends like we're not ruining her bachelorette by knocking on this plane right yeah. yeah you know what i mean and they were really like not allowed about to not let any of us on that plane crazy so, to That's me like wild. that was wild wait so were you already seated we were all seated and it was just like kept we were on the plane seated in our, in our in our yeah and there was just delays so they were like um, you 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 up out 
they told everyone to get off the plane. Oh, oh my gosh. And I'm then gonna... they were going through the process of selecting who would get back on. Wow. And <laughs> who decides that? <laughs> they were having yeah, a flight attendant good. who was like being harassed, like go around and point out to the pilot who wow. it is that was like harassing her essentially. Yeah. So okay, wait, that's kind of sad if she's being harassed. Yeah. Like that. it was, it was rude. Like it was just like, Oh, you like you're holding me hostage and blah, blah, blah. Like it was like, oh, so it was nonsense, well. but yeah. So I don't know if that's ever that's happened. A good <laughs> story to go out on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it'll be on the pool. <laughs> yeah, we want the full story. Yeah. Um, okay, so let everybody know where they can find you, how they can listen to the podcast, all that good stuff. Yeah, so we are Damsel in the 6IX on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, all of the major podcasting things. And then we're also on social media at Damsel in the 6IX, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We always link everything too. Yeah. We like to tell our friendships. Um, and thank you so much for being here. It was so fun yes, to connect you. with you girls. and time on your work day. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, this was so good. I'm so happy to meet you guys. Yay. Yeah. yeah. Appreciate thank you for it. sliding in the DMs. Anytime. It's my my skill. <laughs> if you guys ever come to Vancouver, let us yeah, know. Yeah, let us know for sure. And friendships, thank you again for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. Leave us a review. We love those reviews. Follow along at What Day Is It Podcast. Yeah. Take care, friends. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.